What's good? What's good, Dr. Dad fam? We are back. Uh, we're ready for episode two. I'm right now. Episode one is on all platforms: uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. So please check it out. Link will be down below. But man, book. We are back, man. What's good? Let's go, baby. We back to another another episode, another day in the life being father. So I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. That's right, man. That's right, man. I we've been getting some good feedback, man. You know, people been telling us this and that. So, man, like I told a bunch of people, man, this is the beginning of something great. So we just gonna give them raw, give them everything that they really want to need, and that's what we're gonna do. For sure, for sure, bro. Let's just jump right into it, bro. There's no need to beat around the bush with this one. <laughs> just jump right into it. No, no just jump right into it, bro. Because I've been a waiting lot this of people, <laughs> a lot of people have been asking us, you know, just about the days and the ins and outs of parenting and being a dad during this whole quarantine. You know sure. what I mean? And I, I'm pretty sure you got a lot to speak on. I got a lot to speak on. And it's just something that some people just can't relate to because a lot of our friends, they don't have kids. And then some people have kids, but they're not with them all the time like we are. Uh, so shit, let's start off with some, let's start off with some pros. Let's start off with the pros that, that we actually enjoy of being parents during quarantine, man. Tell me a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, first, first, and, first and foremost, it's a blessing to be around my kids 24-7, just about. Besides the fact that they go to their grandparents to, for five to six hours of the day, I'm so integrated and involved in their schedule. So that's the biggest thing that's like, that's the biggest pro for me right now. So you know, you know what they're going on with day in and day out. You got a schedule for them. You exactly. know what's going on every day, what their movement is. Exactly. And before I was working 12 hours a day, five days a week. So I wasn't as heavily involved in their schedule until the quarantine happened. And I was able to really get a true sense of what Ashley was going through on a day in day out basis when it came to raising the kids while I was at work. So um, being able to really get into that schedule and try, I, I would force myself to try to master it. I know I couldn't, I know I needed help, but I always try to do it myself. But, you know, that's just my, my pedigree. I'm always just willing. I can take on the world. So, but, you know, that was my biggest, that's my biggest one right there. I'm going to start off with saying my biggest one is, man, seeing my daughter every day. Uh, because when I was working, when I was, I'm not even going to say when I was working, that sounded like I wasn't working. But when I was going into the office every day, I was getting up roughly around 4.45 in the morning, getting ready, then, you know, getting over ready, then putting her in a car and getting her to the daycare by six. So yeah, I might see her a little bit. Obviously in the car, she's sleeping by the time I drop her off. But I would say just waking up in the morning next to her every day, like literally since COVID has started, and I've been at home, I've woken up with her every single day, like seeing her. She's seeing me, we are interacting, we're smiling, we're vibing every single day. So I could say that's the part that I really enjoy is just, you know, being face to face where actually seeing her reaction when she actually gets up, how she moves, just her mood swing in the morning. That, that to me is, is definitely a pro. Oh, yeah. No, 100%, bro, because 
men, we're wired as hunters and that's all we know how to do. But when we actually get involved in our child's life and get into the schedule, hey, so-so needs they eat breakfast by 7.30, they eat lunch at 11, they take a nap at 12 from 12 to 2, that's your free time to do whatever the fuck you got to do. Then they're up at 2, then you're back onto your normal schedule so they go to bed around 7.30, 8 o'clock. So that being a part of that, that made me, that made me truly feel a part of my family. The fact that I was able to get integrated into their schedule and know your children because you will get to know your child a lot more when you're involved in their day-to-day it's like you step inside of their world and you get to see it through not so much their eyes but your your lover's eyes and your, your girlfriend your wife's eyes um to what actually goes on on a day-to-day basis you know what i mean yeah. i think that's huge for men that is very huge if you can that's the number one way to get involved with your kids bro is to know your schedule and try to get yourself acclimated to what it takes to make sure these kids are fed clothed and you know what i mean moving forward so yeah that's definitely a, a huge one uh was that your was that your that was that your second one your second pro we can say that's my second pro being able to that was my second pro to be being feel, feeling like i was well integrated into my family um giving me a break from that hunter mentality Mm-hmm. And being able to get into their life and making breakfast for them, making dinner for them, making lunch for them. You know what I mean? Being there when they cry, being there when they're happy, like you're there through all their raw emotions because they're just starting to blossom into humans directly. So, yeah, that's my second one. What's your, what's your number two? I would say my number two is um, being home majority of the time because you know my commute uh, you know I know people had different commutes but my commute you know from a day-to-day basis was I like I said I would get up around 4 45 and then I would get on a commuter bus for people that's not familiar with the DMV area just basically a, a, a transportation public transport truck public transportation that allows individuals to travel from certain places outside of D.C. or Baltimore and then go into D.C. That's like an hour and 15 minute drive back and forth. So all together around, it's like two hours and 30 minutes. So right then and there, other than my eight hour day, I'm adding on to two hours and 30 minutes every day from commuting. So, you know, when I get home, sometimes it could be late. It could be late six, you know, six o'clock or early sure. seven o'clock. So the one yeah. thing I would say is actually being home at a good time. Cause when I'm working at home, when I'm working from home, I don't have to worry about the commute after I'm done. Boom. I just go upstairs, go rock it with Nova, kick it with the fam, this, that, and the third. So me eliminating the time for commuting, is is great man like i i can't get better than that yeah no for sure well how how was it though like in that moment before pre-quarantine if you went back up a little bit like how did you feel to be honest man like yo because you because technically yeah you you did all that like you went to you got over ready to their daycare you went to work you came home and you still was able to be sidestep shame so i don't know like you know what i mean like there was a lot of there's a lot of movement in and and a lot of time you're away um, from the house. So like, what is that? How does that, like, did it, was that ever a thought in your mind? Like, hey man, I, you know what I mean? I it, just put this to rest for now, you know what I mean? It was, but man, I tell you, man, things be going so fast. It's like, yo, you're living, 
you living in a moment. You know what I mean? Like you really just you just going through the uh the the routine. You know what I mean? You just like, yo, I'm getting this done. That's it. You're not really thinking like, yo, dang, yo, I really, really missed out on two hours time spot. I missed out on 10 hours because I was commuting with the fam. You're not really thinking about it like that. You're like, yo, I went to work. I had to get it done. That's it. You just in the moment. You just boom, 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 boom. Everything is just like that. So to me now, things are kind of slowed down. Exactly. You know what? That's that's a good. You brought up a good point there. We're saying that everything slowed down. Like, like I said, we're so so much of a hunter that it's like I got to do whatever I got to do to provide my family. I'm in the moment. I'm getting this bag, and we gonna keep moving. You know what I mean? My kids are fed. They're 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 not malnourished. Like. That's, that's all I need, and I'm going to give him my time when I can. But you also had your me time where it's like, oh, okay, I got to work out. I got to worry about my health. Uh, but now moving fast forward into the quarantine, it's like everything just went to a halt. And it's like now you're able to, like, perfect your craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really big, you know what I mean? Being a parent, you it's it's a forever going craft. Just like sports, any sport that you ever may have played, whether it be basketball, golf, it's just perfecting your craft and getting better and better each day. You know what I mean? Can you lay your head on your pillow at the end of the night and say you gave it your all? Nah, you know nah, I mean? you're, you're definitely right. What's, what's your next one, man? My next positive is to see my kids go through the different phases. Like, I was furloughed for the first couple months when I moved out here from San Diego to Massachusetts. So I really got a real live look into their, their schedule, but I was yeah. able to watch my child start talking. I watched my son start making noises. I watched Cassidy. I watched Cassidy start walking. I watched Bo started walking. You know what I mean? Now we're at to a point where we're learning words. We're learning how to use the potty finally, dude. There's so much that happened since the last episode. And like It's like I get to see so much like then evolving in the, the, the real life humans, it's nothing short of a blessing, bro. I think that's my, my one of my other biggest ones. Like it's, it's, it's a blessing. Seeing the progress of them, man, actually take that step by step by step of growing up and, you know, being little humans, you know what I mean? Just like things that we do as grownups that normal that we've been doing our whole life, you get to see someone actually start the stage of doing that. Right. At their rawest form. That's yeah. the crazy thing. And it lets you know, though, but it's also a good thing. It's like you get the all the work you put into your child, you also get to see the end result. You know what I mean? Like all the, the work that it took to get Cassidy to wave and say bye-bye or for, like I said, Bo using a potty. Like you get the – if you work so hard and work so hard with them, that's like you get this the, the end result. It's so relieving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that for sure. It's – it's, it's, it's amazing. What's uh, I would say my next one will be um, learning the, the likes and dislikes that my daughter doesn't have. So this might be a little bit different for you. And uh, so my wife, she goes to work every day. She's been, you know, Jasmine been going to work since August. So she been she been going to work every day and I've been home every day. So I kind of get an upper hand, you know, at Nova, 
learning and seeing certain things that she likes, certain things that she doesn't like. You know what I mean? So like feeding her in the morning every day, you know what I mean? Just knowing like, all right, this is what she likes. These are the things that she likes to eat. These are the things now nah, she's not feeling. Or all right, so like this is the time where she likes to take a nap. Or yo, when she's drinking a bottle, what things she likes around her, what makes her comfortable. You know, what does, you know, what things when she's whiny or when she's upset, what things comfort her? Just like those little things to me, I'm like, yo, that shit make me feel a lot better, man. It makes me feel yeah. like I'm in my bag when, when yeah. I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dog, exactly, bro. And, and I kind of, me personally, I was kind of in Jasmine's situation. Like, I didn't, like, I'm not saying Jasmine doesn't know everything about No Rose. That's... She's mama. Yeah. She knows everything about baby girl. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, what what I'm saying is that I had to learn those things. I had to learn. Okay, Bo can't eat X, Y, and Z, or he doesn't want to eat. I had to learn. My son had a milk allergy. I had to learn what what kind of bottle, what how what the temperature has to be like in the room, like the noises. It can't be too much movement. Like there's so many intricate details that I was able to learn. That I didn't yeah. know in the beginning that it was like a huge learning curve. But at the end of the day, like that was was making me hungry to know those little things. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to know a child inside and out. You know, what I mean, they want to know how what ticks them off, what makes them very happy, and they also want to know what they like and dislike. You know, what I mean, the way they can have that connection and that bond. Um, so yeah, that was my huge. That was a big learning curve for me um, in the front in the front end of this whole pandemic. Nah, 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 you you definitely right, man. Just like that was that that was huge to me, man. Just knowing like little things because, like I said, the 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 woman she has the advantage because she has paternity leave, and you know, obviously the baby's attached to her, and she's with the baby a little bit more. So you know, normal normally. You know, the woman always has the upper hand. They they kind of, you know, know what's going on a little bit better than us. But this time around, your boy got the upper hand. You hear me? So I heard you, bro. Of course. Hey, but, the, but you know what I mean? That it just goes to show that it, with with the willingness and effort to, to do that, you know what I mean? To step into that arena, into that space it can get you, it'll take you a long way. You know what I mean? All it is is just the willpower of a man. What, what, what's your next one, man? Mm. My next positive? Being able to implement a schedule by myself. And I say that, I know it sounds light, but I have twins. So I'm able, I have to juggle when I, I try to force, I try to force Ashley out of the house so I can just see where I stand at. You know what I mean? It's kind of like basketball. You want to play against the best player to see where you measure up at. So I would just like try to get Ashley out of the house, like go leave me alone. I got them. We're okay. I know they're going to drive my ass crazy, but it's fine. I'll figure it out and we'll keep moving. Yeah. Um, but being able to like implement, being able to work both schedules and multitask, that's, that's a huge thing. You know what I mean? Being able to 
give them the bottles, go cook dinner, make sure I got the right music video on for them to watch this too, so I can have five minutes alone so I can get their dinner ready, get their dinner ready, wash their hands, get them in their chairs, feed them, and then try to, you got to wipe them down. You got to go through that whole process, you know what I mean? And it's, a, and it's, it's an exhausting process to, to do, but it's so well worth it because I'm able, I know at the end of the day that I'm able to do it by myself. There's some days in this house I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like emotions, everyone's off the rocker. You know what I mean? Everyone's at an all-time high. But for the most part, like I try to put myself in that space and be able to do work their schedule. And I think that I've been able to do that. I haven't, I haven't been able to master it yet. Uh, but in the beginning, I, I've come a long way. You know what I mean? Like in the beginning, I one time, I remember one time I even forgot to get a kid to snack. They woke up from a nap. I was supposed to feed them. And I knew I was supposed to do something for them, but I just couldn't remember what it was. Ashley called me and was like, did you give him the bottle? Did you give him the snack? I'm like, that's what I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? So I run to the kitchen, whip it up. You know what I mean? And, and serve it to him. And now it's like, we're waking from a nap. Cool. I got both bottles already warmed up. I got the yogurt. Ready. I got the, the granola bars already out. So when we're done eating, we can get onto this plan. So, yeah, I'll come a long way. I definitely agree. I'm a... I'm gonna do. The, I'm gonna. I'm gonna end it with the last pro. I'm gonna say, man, and you probably could, you know, relate to this too. It's just seeing my child somewhat attached to me, and you know, obviously, you know, once again, man, the mother always gets the upper hand because they just have that emotional connection with the child. It's just, it's natural. It's just, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. But like I said, with Nova seeing me every single day, waking up with me every single day and, you know, just being around me 24 seven, she kind of is starting to be in that, you know, like that daddy girl mode, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she'll come sit on me on the couch, want to eat with me when I'm eating oatmeal want me to pick her up, you know, when I go upstairs, she want to go upstairs with me, like, uh, in the morning when I'm getting my hair done, she want to brush her hair, <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth, she want to brush her teeth, and when I'm put, you know, putting my rag on, she want to put a rag on, like, everything, everything, yeah. she, wants to, she wants to be a mini shame, and that to me, sometimes it's like, all right, so I got to do this for her too, but yo, just looking back on it, like, man, my daughter is kind of attached to me and she she wants to be a mini shame. That that to me is a pro to me. This, this, it, yeah, okay. But let me play devil's advocate here. Cause I, it's kind of it's true, it's kind of like a, it's a two-sided uh conversation. Like, how do you think that makes Jasmine feel? Do you think Jasmine feels some type of way that she's kind of more attached to you? And I know it's she's a daddy's, it's daddy's girl, mama's boy. And that's just been the phrase since the beginning of time. But like, do you think Jasmine so, feels a certain type of way? Nah, and the reason why I say that is because if y'all if y'all was listening, I said she's somewhat attached to me, but Jasmine still has the upper end. Yo, Jasmine goes to work for 10 to 9 hours a day. As soon as Jasmine comes in the door, she knows uh, all about shame. About you. So you get to see, you get so and, and generally speaking, you get the woman's perspective on this. Like Jasmine's coming home from from where she's been with you all day. The last thing she wants to see when mommy comes in this door is, is daddy. I don't want to deal with him. I just dealt with him for 12 hours today. I want to go yeah. to see mommy and see what she's about. So you get to see the flip side of things. Yeah. Like that's, 
I'm, I'm, I'm in my bag. I'm in my bag, yo. And uh, also, too, man, like, Jasmine always has the upper hand, like, always. Because even some of the days that Jasmine is off, she still, you like, say, for example, we all three of us wake in the bed. Normally, like I said, if it's me and Nova, she come on me, this, that, and the third, push me, doing the Lion King shit, like, yo, I thought you were going <laughs> to show me the sunrise. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yo, with Jazz, Jazz in the bed, she forget all about me, bro. She don't even know I'm in the bed. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's it is what it is. Yeah, I know you can. You got to chop it up to the game. I mean, exactly. I can definitely relate to you in that in that sense. And like I said, it's generally speaking, mama's mama's boy, daddy's girl. And mm-hmm. in my in my household, it's starting to it feels it's a little different. I get a little bit of a mixed emotion around here. Like some days, Cass is rocking with me. Some days, Bo's rocking with me. You know what I mean? My my newest attachment with Bo is listening to Drake. That's our new shit, dog. We got Coco Melon. Get, get the shit out of here. Get that out, out of here. here. Out of here. Now it's get laugh now, cry later. later. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So laugh, laugh now, cry later on TV. What's next? I'm playing lemon pepper freestyle. I'm in there. You know what I mean? So uh, he's starting to he he gets attached to me too, and that's something that's typically out of the the norm for a son to be really close to his father. And I I've started to notice that like. He knows that I'm the, the 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 lawmaker around here. He knows that Ashley's a lawmaker too, but he knows that when daddy's in daddy's play around. He knows he's starting to realize that fine line that like daddy can be fun, but if I'm fucking up, that's my ass. Yeah. I can walk into he'll be doing something wrong and I hear Ashley screaming at him, I'll walk in the room and he'll just look at me and he'll stop. So it's like we kind of have that, we're in that 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 on that, that same ground, like. I'm not your friend. I'm your father, but I want to be your best friend. You have to walk that fine line. You know what I mean? You can't just be overly the best friend or too much of a dad because then you get into a space where if you're just being so strict and their mother is being very lenient with some of the shits you're being strict to, they're going to start going hurt about everything because they know they can't come to you because you just want to love Yeah. So, right. fact, so. That, that's like, he's like my, that's my, my guy right there. I can't wait, man. I've been I've been working on them with going to the pot now. And, but on the same note, like Cassidy in the morning, I pick up Cassidy the first one I pick up every morning. We sit on the couch because we we're not morning people. Me and her, we can't. We, it takes us about an hour and a half to wake up. So mm-hmm. I, I feel her vibes in the morning. We both waking up. We sit on the couch. I got I got CNN playing on in the background. She got a bottle of thumb in her mouth, just cooling on the other side of the pillow. And you that's my passion. You on your Jay-Z and Blue Ivy shit. Basically. Basically, right? I mean, I'm sitting there trying to catch up on the world, and meanwhile, I'm holding my world. It's like, you know what I mean? That's my that's my claim to fame in the morning, in the afternoon time. When is that a bar? Is that a bar? Uh, it can be if you want it, it to be. be. I'm trying catch to learn about the world, but I got a world in my arm. That's that. That might be a bar, yo. That might might listen. Bug might have something in the tank. I am not saying I don't. Not saying I do, but I'm just saying I might have a bar here. I'm not can't use full sixteen, but I need some. So, All right. Uh, so start yeah. off, start off with the start off with the your 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 first con. What's the con? Because yo, we about to get real in here now. The pros, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, nah, for sure. 
the same, and I'll start off by saying this, the same thing that can make you laugh can make you cry. I'm going to start off by saying that. Laugh now. And the reason why I say that, basically, in a, in a sense, because, yeah, you, you would enjoy being around your kids 24-7, but at the same time, you can go fucking crazy doing it. You know what I mean? Like, there, you got to have a break. That is, like, number one. You got to have a break. Whether you want to or not, you got to, because you will lose your mind. You will lose your mind. And it ain't, like, it's not something you're doing wrong or, you know what I mean, you're being too tough of a parent, but you can only say, please get off the couch so many times. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. If you want to get on the couch, get on the couch. We're going to deal with it after however you feel. You know what I mean? Because you'll, you'll, you, can, you can easily trick yourself to thinking you're crazy, but you're not. You're just raising children. You're part of raising children. So I think that's a big one. Like you can you can go crazy as much as you want to be around your kids. Going crazy is like a huge, it's not a huge con, but it's a it's a it's a substantial one. Nah, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. You need that space, man. You need that break. That's that's huge. Just mentally, you need that. Uh, what I'm gonna say, my own is uh, routine, man. You don't get a routine with the kids around. Like, yo, okay. like, you got to start a whole new routine or your routine gets broken. Like, because you, like, when you when you do your daily stuff, like, you go to work every day, there's certain things that might throw off your routine. Yeah, you might have a, a quick meeting or whatever, but usually you do the same shit every morning when you're going to work. You know what I right. mean? Sure. With the kid, yo, they could not be in the mood. They're fussy. They might have diarrhea. They throwing up. They probably got, Lord forbid, COVID. Yeah. Just something, runny nose. Then you got to do that. Next thing you know, work is calling. Next thing you know, somebody else is calling. So, like, the whole routine thing is out the window, man. That's yeah, what that, I mean. that shit's chalk. Like, you got to you gotta be, you really got to be selfless. Like, you got to put all emotion aside. Like, you gotta go in. You gotta go into each and every day with a head-on mentality that it might break me today, but I'm gonna keep. Getting, I'm gonna keep pushing through it. You know, like you're not able to. Once and we're very routine people. I feel like in society, like all of like the human race is very routine. You know what I mean? Like you wake up in the morning, you have breakfast, you go to work, come home, and it's just rinse and repeat all over again. Correct. So now, now that the pandemic has forced all of us to sit the hell down, we've lost our minds. So now we kind of take we have we think that our emotions are a factor in this when it comes to the kids. It's not. You got to deal. You know what I mean? Like if you if if your child isn't is this isn't up to something that they're normally up to, you got to put your, all your feelings aside to attend to your child and figure out what is going to make the situation right. Uh, so yeah, you hit you hit the you hit the nail on the head, bro. Like being broken a routine, you're able to get out and do. You know what I mean? Like you're not able to do what you used to do. Like you're nah. being pulled angry at home, which makes it worse. Worse, it not like saying it in like the worst ways possible, but like it, it makes it worse in the sense that like, okay, cool, Nova's crying, but I'm, I got a meeting at one thirty. Oh shit, I gotta go make lunch because you know what I mean. They gotta eat, or you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. you balance yourself, you multitask, you juggle. You like you like a clown in the circus, you're juggling so much, and it can get overwhelming at times. What's your next one, man? Uh, you kind of took the routine one away from me. Um, but what I'll say is not being able to escape 
to my nah, you got you know you gotta you gotta give me another one yo because that's that's similar to be giving needing a break no but what i'm saying is though like like not being able to go golfing because it's snowing outside so like there's not i don't have outlets anymore so like all my outlets have been shut down and i'm just fucking the house and i have to you know what i mean like during the winter we got over a foot and a half of snow i can't do anything but i've been shoveling four times a day and i come in the house and i got a kid screaming and crying and one is laughing, you know what I mean? Like not being able to, all the resources that I had, they all got shut down once like the, the inclement weather started coming into place. So I really had to hunker down and find other avenues for me to occupy, occupy myself in that, that free time that I had, you know what I mean? So I started working out more. I started working out more in the house. I've been a general crib, you know what I mean? That was one thing. Starting this podcast, you know what I mean? Like just being able to find other creative avenues for myself. I even started doing home projects, bro. Like I've never been a handyman in my life, but I've taught myself how to do some stuff that I never thought I could. You know what I mean? So Lawrence, the building. You know, yeah, nah, bro. I, I just put this cart together. It took me like two months to put it together, but I learned how to do it. So like it, you teach yourself how to do things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been yeah. able to find different ways for me to be creative. So that I know it sounds kind of like piggybacking on what you said, but it, when you don't have all the outlets that you've had for your free time are shut down, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what else do you do? You're kind of just like a, a deer in headlights. Like, where do I go? No, no, no. I agree too, man. Like so much things have changed. And like you said, man, you just you really don't have that outlet. And you just got to chalk it up. Like you said, man, you got to chalk it up to the game and just say, on with the next. Mine, my next one is going to be being in the house 24-7, man. Let me tell you. Yo. I'm so glad you brought this one up because this, this is a real Let thing. me tell you, right now, I'm in a process where I can build the damn house <laughs> because of how much time I spent in the house. I can give you a blueprint for what's going on. Like, man, let me tell you, when, when I tell you I've been in, a, in like... Man, I don't even know where to start. All I can say, I'm going to just cut it short. Like, I just know I've been in the house so much. Yes, I do go out for like two hours or hour and a half to work out at the gym. But other than that, I'm in the house every single day, like in here. And that's the only part that really annoys me that I'm in. I'm just in this one place all the time, like. When I'm at work, yes, I'm at work every single day, but shit, if I want to walk to Chipotle, I want to walk to Five Guys, I could do that shit. If I want to go meet up with one of my buddies downtown at the Verizon Center, I could do that. If I want to walk across the street to get something to eat, I could do that. We're here. I can't do that. Bro, and and not, and yeah, that, dog, I feel like sometimes, I mean, I'm here so much, I'm starting to feel like the walls are talking to me. <laughs> like I can't like I have and I have no reason to leave the house that's the crazy part about it like we we constru- constructed our house to where we have everything like, we don't have gym memberships because of COVID you know what I mean we moved yeah. during the pandemic I don't even know anybody where I live so it's not like I can call a friend like, hey let's go take a walk down there. besides Ashley's uh, brother who lives here his fiance her family I don't have friends here yet so I I'm in here 24-7, I wake up here, I go to sleep here, I eat here, I work out here, you know what I mean? Like everything is done in one space. And I try to divide the house up. So like I have my office in the loft, 
but I can only work up in the law for so damn long before I start working on the couch again. So I haven't been in my office in over a month because I, I can't stand being up there. So I got to find different places around the house to work. It's just, it's, it's not home confinement, but it's home confinement. You know what I mean? You get that in a sense that like you kind of become a prisoner in your own mind. You think that you can't go anywhere. You just feel stuck and feel hopeless. Like, when am I going to be able to leave this house? So, uh, yeah, no, that's a huge one, dude. Times are different, man. Yo, times are different, man. I could build a damn house right now if I needed to. You telling me, bro. I know how to do coke, grout, anything else you need me to do. I'm there, bro. Sign me up. I'm in it. I'm because you it's a new experience. You teach yourself new things that you never thought you could do before. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My next con is gonna be not being able to to, to bring my family here around my immediate family back home. That's a big con for me too. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that's huge. huge, bro. I've my mother has done it the best she can. Uh, one, me moving three thousand miles across the country in California, and she was able to visit the kids. As, as almost it was almost like every two three months. Um, here, I moved here March almost to the day. 2019, I didn't get back home until, or 2020, excuse me. Really? Yeah, I didn't I get back home. Out. I was going to say, 20, March 2019, I was looking out for it. I'm tripping out, bro. Kids got my mind going crazy. But uh, March 2020, I didn't get home, come home for till Thanksgiving. So November, and I've been trying to establish my my living space here, finally settle down into a spot that we can call home and raise our family for now until they get ready to go to school and then we venture off into the rest of the, the, the remainder of our lives and just, you know what I mean, build from there. But yeah. not being able to take my kids back and forth like I wanted to. Like, I thought I was going to be able to move home and come home every month, you know what I mean, whether it's me or with the kids, you know what I mean, bring my kids and get them used to different family members so they can experience all their, all their relatives. And my grandparents saw the twins for the first time in 2020, in November 2020. Like, that was a a blessing that was a huge thing for me yeah. um, but not being living around my immediate family and then not being able to travel to go see them that was a, that's a huge con for me now i yo you know what i mean that's that's big even though my family is here you know it's vice versa but i know that's huge for jasmine because her family is in a different state and i know that kills her sometimes i know it kills her uh a lot because you know she's a family oriented person and she loves her family a lot she has nieces and nephews that are growing up that are young and you know i know she wants to be around them and she also wants you know nova to be around them too so now nah, that's that's a huge one you know what i mean uh i know we're both family people yeah. so i know that's 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 very a touchy one my next con is uh not living your life to the fullest, man. And is it not? I, let me ask you this: Is it not living your life to the fullest, or not being able to live your life to the fullest? Because there's, there's two different means. Because you could be living your life to the fullest inside your space, but you also cannot. Be, I think you can be cut short. I think it's both because not living your life to the <laughs> fullest is basically, you know, saying, you know, like, hey, I can't do it, but. And then also what you're saying, not being able to live my life to the fullest is 
there's something stopping you from doing that, which is COVID, which is COVID. You know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. it's 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 the same thing. You know, we're we're not able to live our life to the fullest because of COVID, and we're not able to do it either because shit, we in the house every day. You know what I mean? We're not allowed to leave the house sometimes. It's not safe out there. Uh, and to me, and to me, that's that's huge because, you know, I like living for the moment. You know what I mean? I like to travel. I like to go out. I like to do little things here and there. You know what I mean? I want to go around my family, go to my grandma house, my own house, do what I need to do. Just enjoy life because you only get one life, you know? And I also want my family and my kid to be along with me while I'm doing that sometimes, you know, yeah. sometimes, like I said, sometimes I like to live life. I, on the yeah, I that space, need that space. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But <laughs> yeah, man, just like not able to like actually live life, man, like go out to say, yo, dang, this is this new restaurant. I'm going to go there. Let's go. Like, can't do that. You know what I mean? So not living my life to the fullest, man, that kind of hurts me. Uh, Cause I'm really a people's person, and right now, you know, I just just can't do it. Yeah, nah, bro, it is like you gotta appreciate, like you said, you appreciate life. You got to like times are hard, but tough times don't last forever. You know what I mean? We're at the we're on the latter half of the pandemic now. Let's, let's say March 12th. We're gonna talk about we're gonna be opening up, but we're gonna be to some normalcy by July 4th. Like we're almost there, and we've done so much to get to this point as fathers and as uh, parents to, to get here, it's like, you're, you're this close to like, you're, you can see the finish line in the distance. You know what I mean? So it's all about a matter of us getting to it, but what, okay, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's switch it up a bit. So what we talk about the, the pros, we talk about the cons, what are you looking forward to the most once we get out of this whole pandemic? Shit, traveling. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what they say. Like, yo, I used to travel. All the time, travel like three, four times a year, man, international and domestic. You know what I mean? Like, that was <laughs> had to give them the domestic part. Like, yeah. that was me. Like, I that's what I love. And, and that's one thing that my my wife loves about me, too, man. Because when I met her, I'm like, shit, if you're going to be with me, you got to travel with me. You know what I yeah. mean? So us traveling to different places, man, that really that hurt me a lot that I wasn't able to do that for the past year. And that that's one thing that I really, really do miss the most. What about you? Uh, I'm a family guy. You know me. I'm a family man. Um, I love being around my family. I haven't been able to be fully involved in my family back home in over two, almost two years now because, I, like I said, I moved to California in 2018, left California in 2020, came home once in that whole time because I actually was pregnant and I didn't want to fly and something happened. I missed something because she was dealing with twins. And then moving here and getting my hopes up, thinking I could go. I'm like, shit, well, I had a, I had my plane ticket booked from California to Maryland. I was going to fly from Maryland up to here. So I was so excited to get back home to see my grandparents. My grandparents are, you know what I mean, they're, they're 78 and 75. Like, they're pushing strong right now. And I want to be make sure I'm in, involved with them as much as I can because I was when I was back home. So when I had to change my plans from that and switch my flight to over here, it kind of hurt my – it hurt me. I'm like, damn, I can't go back home. But it's all for the betterment of their health. Like that's another big thing I had to think about. But now being able to go home, uh, bringing, like I said, bringing kids around, 
I got something to look forward to coming back home, me and you linking up, doing doing the podcast, you know what I mean? Getting a, a live feel for us and you get us every get, get both of us in the same room. Like that's something huge to look forward to. So uh, 2021 is gonna be a, a great second half of the year, I think, uh, for all of us. You know what I mean? For um, sure, man. Then, like, no, go ahead. No, I was saying for sure, man, we always have to have positivity. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm a strong believer in that. You know, I got I got that, you know, tatted on me because that's something I strongly believe in, you know, just always believe in positive vibes, man. So I definitely believe by July things will be a lot better. You know, like you said, we can see the finish line. At first, it was kind of – it was wary. Niggas was wearing glasses, but it was the wrong lens, but, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, and at the yeah. same time, it's like, yo, the, the water is on the on the on the glasses. We like, oh shit, I can't, I can't really see. <laughs> but now niggas got their contacts in. Man, oof. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> is that you? Is that you finished? Oh yeah, we almost there. Like, yeah, it's one of those moments. Oh, it's exactly. It's so, you know, things are gonna get better, man. You know, and uh with that, you know, we will become better individuals and also better dads. You know what I mean? I feel like when the world is opened up a little bit more, we are able to do more things with our family, you know, teach them more things. You can go to the court with uh, your son. You can go to the court with your daughter. You can go to the court with your whole family. You know what I mean? Go to a game, you know, do the things that you would like to do. Oh, my you God. Know I mean? There's so many things that I want to do with my kids. And it's like, Damn, I can't do anything. So I just—it's just I don't like the the twins haven't left. They don't go outside of. We just started going to parks like two, two, three months ago. And like when I mean we go to parks, it's like it's empty. And if there are people there, we just leave. Um, so they only know now they know the park, but they only know our house and they know their grandparents' house. That's it. And they this only two places they go. So they don't even see the outside world. There's so much in the world for them to enjoy to be uh to to take in and, and absorb i'm gonna be stimulized by all of it all the movement the people different people i take my kids outside bro they, they walk up they'll walk up to you and stare at you not like like on like on some weird shit i'm like oh bro leave johnny boy alone stop staring at him bro he might push you over like you can't just be walking up to people staring at him you know what i mean like being able to show them to socialize with the human beings like that's one of the biggest enjoyments of being a dad bro Nah, nah, you, you you definitely right, man. Like I said, man, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and we're we're almost there. But you know, man, this was a great this was a great episode, man. I think a lot of people are going to uh, learn a lot from you know the things that we go through uh, at since we've been you know home since quarantine. And some of the, the good things that we, you know, embrace, and but also the bad things that we embrace, too, and pulling them together and saying, you know what, fuck it, we just got to be great fathers no matter what. You know what I mean? There's so, been, yeah. There's been days that I've woken up and I'm staring at the ceiling and I'm like, dog, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I, I, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't got a bone in my body every time I can do it right now. But for some way, we always find a way to get it done. You know what I mean? And at, at the end, you're like, damn, I didn't think I was going to be able to do that. 
Um, one one moment I can think of vividly right now in my head, it was sleep training boat. Like he took forever to learn how to sleep on his own in the crib. Took him so long, dude. I'm talking screaming, crying, and they tried the whole crying out method shit. It barely worked. But it's like I'm looking staring at the ball. I'm like, man, I don't know if I could do this shit one more night. I don't know if I could do it, but you end up doing it. You know what I mean? I think that's what the pan another thing the pandemic has taught us is that we're able to do things we never thought we could. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, there's going to be tough times in parenthood, but right now is the toughest time we'll ever see parenthood, I think, like in regards to like raising our children in their rawest form at, the, at an early age, this is the hardest time. Like, yeah, it's hard for like teenagers and shit because they can voice their opinion. They can, you know what I mean? Tell you their emotions, but you have two, you have one or two humans staring at you that can't speak. And the only thing they know how to do is either cry, smile or whine. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Uh, so you find ways to get the job done. You know, if you have all that willpower in you, you find a way to, to, to get yourself out of that bed and wake up. Hey, it's a new day. Uh, yesterday, warm ass the fuck out, but today is going to make it my day and you end up doing it. Um, but one more thing before we get out of here. How do you feel about... Uh, so we talked about how our lives were in the beginning before the quarantine, right? Like how we had our routine, our schedule, and then the world came to a halt. We started talking about us uh, in in the quarantine, you know what I mean? How our daily routine has been broken up. How are you going to be able to integrate what you've learned about yourself, your child, and everything that comes in with being a parent once the world opens back up? You know what I mean? Because that one, there's going to be a time very short soon that GQ's going to go back to work. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to make up for all that? You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're not regressing, but you got to find ways to make up that time that you were at, maybe at home all day. You know what I mean? How do you do you think that's going to be a tough challenge for you? Uh, no, I don't think it's a tough challenge because I've seen this side and I've also lived the other side where I was going through my daily routine. So now. I got a better concept and a better understanding of what I need to do to gel both of them together to make sure that I'm being successful in my life and make sure I'm being there for my family and my daughter. So now I think I'll be all right, man. I think, you know, I've been thinking about that for a while now. So I think I'm good with it. How about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to be better at it now. Um, I was a little weary in the beginning of the pandemic because I was working 12 hours a day, five days a week. So um, once that pandemic hit, I got furloughed. I started looking for new jobs. You know, I wanted something a little more flexible. Now that I have the flexibility in my schedule, it's going to be a lot easier because I dictate what I do on a day, like where I go throughout the day. Um, so I can easily be done work early, um, depending on the day, um, if I'm not needed. But I think it'll be, it's a lot easier now because I'm back into a, a, a normal space. Like it's not normal for somebody to work 12 hours a day, five days a week, you know what I mean? So I can see my kids in the morning when I send them away and then I'll see them at dinner time and bath time before they go to bed. That's how it was for a long time for me. Like I would, would wake up, would get up around six, six thirty, feed somebody, I'll feed a baby, get, I'll get out the door. I won't come home until 6.37. By then it's time for bath, it's time to go to bed. So I was missing a huge chunk of time. You're talking a whole day's worth of time in a child's world, in a child's eye, child's eyes. So now that I'm able to dictate my schedule, it's going to be so much easier for me. 
and I'm and you and you're able to like you said you're able to uh, adapt and adjust your schedule. You know what I mean? Hey, okay, cool. I'm, I'm working the nine to five or eight to four, whatever I'm working. But when I get home, make sure I spend that hour with no rose before she goes to bed, and then I can go to the gym. You know what I mean? Or me, I'm excited. I'm I can't wait till the kids hit the point where they start coaching. I mean, they start playing sports. Like I'm, I want to be able to be a coach for my my son and watch. You know what I mean? I, that, I, I enjoy the show, but I'm able to do that now. Hey, I stopped working four. Get to practice at five. Be over by six. We come home, feed dinner, get in the bath. Like I, I'm able to just okay, cool. This is how we move. You start to learn how to navigate the, each each blocked off time of the day. So yeah. I, I don't think it'll be, but I think some dad, I think some dads it'll be tough. I feel like so I don't I'm not saying all dads will lose that touch that we've been able to build uh, during the quarantine, but I think that we will get a lot of us will get back into that hunter mentality. It's like I got to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Back to normal. This is the normalcy. You know what I mean? So sure. I go to work eight hours a day. I come home, see you for an hour, you go to bed, we do it again. So I think it could go both ways. Nah, nah. I, I definitely think you're right. Uh, it's definitely going to be a, uh, something that all of us are going to have to adapt to, some easier than others. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think we all have some type of understanding of what we need to do to get back to normal. Um, and I'm pretty sure, you know, along the way, we will uh, try to do it the best we can, you know. Yeah, that's all you can ask for is you just give it your best effort. For sure. But Diaper Dad family, we are coming to a close for this episode two. Uh, thank you for tuning in and tune in next week for episode three, guys. Holla. Peace.